Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions. So don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. So today's question um, comes from somebody who offered the subject forgiveness before the question, um, which is why doesn't my partner accept that what he did was wrong? So wait, let me slow everybody down. So why don't you guys admit it when you're wrong? Because I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Because I wasn't wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it could be that your partner does not agree with being wrong. <laughs> I was, I was just thinking my, in my history, um, uh, there's actually quite a lot. People got in trouble when they admitted they were wrong and people got mm. away with it. And there was relational safety when they didn't. And that was true for me too. I grew up in a space where admitting you did something wrong isn't going to go well. So actually I increase my safety by not admitting I'm wrong about stuff. And, and decreasing shame. Sure. So I don't have to feel bad about it if I'm not going to admit it. Totally. I don't even have to face that. I did it. Right. (laughs) So I could be shame avoiding. Mm -hmm. I could, I could have a landscape where I go, you know what? When stuff goes bad between people, I don't trust that it can be fixed. So my way of keeping relationships safe and sound and lovely is by not talking about stuff that went bad, especially if I was at fault. (laughs) That doesn't go great. Right. (laughs) Which is your history, right, Jules? That's what you're saying. Like, it doesn't go well to acknowledge it. It doesn't go great. Well, for us, it was more like about really harsh punishment. Um, okay. so it's literally a safety thing. Um, but, but for other people, it may be like, well, I've never seen repair work out well. So if I tell you I'm wrong, like what happens next? So what, what's that, that going to do? Like, why should I bother? That, why should I do that? <laughs> what's in that, it for me? Like, why do you need me to do, go there? Or what, even why what's do you in need it me for to us? Go there? Mm-hmm. Like, how's that going to help? Have, Can't you just get if, over it and move on? 
Totally. But these conversations me, happened let go in my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you guys- We're not talking about you. Use your listening boundary. <laughs> right? Is there a camera in my house five years ago? <laughs> Those oh my exact God. sentences no. were said. They're not anymore but they were. Yes, exactly. We, we all live it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a U-turn here. If my partner comes to me, if my sweet husband comes to me and he says this thing about what I did was wrong, if he's giving me that feedback, one thing I'm going to want to be aware of when I'm in that listener role is my own history with saying out loud, I did something wrong. And seeing if I can maybe move into a different space, care more about him, notice why I might not be so willing to do that and see if I can make a different choice. So I'd be really curious if you're listening to this, be really curious. Oh, well, what are the reasons you might not admit when you're wrong? Mm -hmm. And you can do your work with that. And and notice that that's going to be a unique piece for each of us. Like that's not going to, the reason that I'm not going to admit it. And the reason that Jules, you're not going to admit it. And Vicky, it's it's all coming from a different place. We all have different stories and histories. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's very, it's going to be very linked to like whatever landscape you have about what that means to say Mm -hmm. you're wrong about something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fascinating. Like I was, I I was actually just remember that. I'm going to fight you for the permission to talk. Do it. You win. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you lost it. <laughs> that it takes, um, Jules, to even know your own landscape and your own stories and history takes such, I don't like the term self-awareness, but it does take some self-awareness and introspection to look back and acknowledge that that stuff affected us and then be curious about what it was that um, we lived through that caused the effect. That was long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people don't look there. Yeah. We all have landscapes around this mm-hmm. about what we witnessed, about mm-hmm. what happened to us, about what different interactions we were a part of. So on the receiving end of somebody wanting that from you, there may be some big reasons why you don't give it. And then there's the other U-turn. Mm-hmm. Can I say it? Yeah, you can mm-hmm. totally say it. <laughs> I love this one. So let's say you're in a space where you really want your partner to admit that they were wrong about something. Mm-hmm. Here's my question for you. Do you turn on this side of the equation too? What would the hope be? What would it give you if they admitted they were wrong? Right. Like, would it increase your sense of security? Would it make you feel safer? Yeah. Does the, if somebody says they're wrong, does that mean they won't do it again? Mm-hmm. Can you trust them? Mm-hmm. Does it, um, does it help you feel same as? So if they admit they're Mm. wrong and you think they're wrong, does that bring you into connection by helping you feel like you're on the same page as them, that you have a shared reality in some way? Yeah. Does it increase a sense of justice? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a huge one. Mm 
Yeah. Or is it impossible for me to forgive you unless you admit it? Right. And so I'm thinking for the author of this question that that might've been a piece given that the subject line is forgiveness, right? Mm -hmm. That, that maybe the only way I'll ever be able to forgive you is if you can admit that Mm -hmm. what you did was wrong. Right. That that's like my map to forgiveness. Yeah. So my guess is, is when we're really locked into an agenda. Right. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. of it as like a strategy. So Mm -hmm. if I need to get you to show up in a very particular way for me, probably there's an unmet need here. Yeah. And it may be more helpful to talk about the need instead of to demand the strategy. And so I'm feeling really hurt. I'm feeling like we don't have repair. I'm feeling really unsafe. I'm feeling like I can't trust you. I want trust more than we have. Mm-hmm. Or, I have a story in my head that my needs don't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm just really honing into this piece about, you know, how it might be more important to talk about the need instead of demanding a strategy. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's something about that, that I just, I really want to sit with and mull for a minute because I think that's where so many people get stuck. I need you to apologize. Why can't you accept that what you did was wrong? You need to accept it. All right. You've apologized, but I don't really feel like you've accepted it. Like, I think when I'm not looking, you're going right? to, I think we get stuck in those places. Mm-hmm. That's what I see over and over again in sessions. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the important part. Like if I can talk about what my need is underneath it, what, what do I really need? Like I, I'm suffering here. I need to decrease mm-hmm. that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trusting. I need to increase my sense of safety. Mm-hmm. Right. If I can talk about that instead of saying, this is how, or maybe being understood, or maybe it's about, um, I need us to have more of a, sh- I need to feel less alone. I'm feeling lonely because mm-hmm. we feel so yeah. far apart on this. So maybe my need is empathy. Maybe my need is empathy. Maybe my need is for you to get it. Even if you don't agree with me or compassion. Right. And it could be that it's a deal breaker level problem. If it is, mm-hmm. it is, that's fine. It's not for me to say what should and should not right. be a deal breaker problem for anybody. But getting doing that U-turn, getting really clear with yourself about what's that hope? What's that need that's not being met for you can help you uh, collaborate with your person about maybe different ways you can meet the need instead of just one way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because maybe there are 50 ways to meet that need and your partner can do 10 of them and that ain't a bad day. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's another good place for us to land today. Yeah, so two U-turns today. Yep. Isn't that funny? You can U-turn on both sides of this question. I mm-hmm. love that you can U-turn on both sides of this question. You can U-turn on both sides of every question. I was just <laughs> Are you guys noticing that? I love it. <laughs> so we'll say bye-bye for now. Love each other best you can. Take good care. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another 
Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our bootcamp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.